Be sure to get down, good Lord, with the two idiots talking sports. Strictly, man, they just play around, cover much ground, talk about the best pound for pound. It's Z to AC, DC to Cali. You can't get them out of your mind, no. They talk about the sports all the time. Welcome to Two Idiots Talking Sports. I'm your host, Alex, joined live from D.C. with my co-host, Zach. What's up, Zach? What up, what up? Potting from Zach's garden in his backyard. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) We are uh, coming to you on a, what is today, Friday? Friday after the NBA draft, we're going to do a live post-draft reaction. Lots of stuff went down in the NBA yesterday. Zach, did you watch the draft? I did, in its entirety. I was watching on pins and needles, mainly because I thought our star franchise player was going to be traded by a tyrant of a president in New York, but we'll talk about that later. First, the the move of the night that shook up the league and definitely was the most interesting thing that happened all night was Jimmy Butler getting traded to the Minnesota Timberwolves. The trade, Jimmy, uh, the T-Wolves got Jimmy Butler and the 16th pick from Chicago. The Bulls got Zach Levine coming off an ACL injury, Chris Dunn coming off a horrible rookie season, and then used the seventh pick from the Timberwolves to draft Laurie Markkinen. What do you think of the trade, Zach? Hate it for the Bulls, love it for the Wolves. Uh, the, I, yeah, yeah let, me, let me go into this. So, this is great. We can like see each other now, uh, don't have to interrupt each other on the phone. So, Levine, my thing with Levine is... What was his big asset? Athleticism. He just busted his knee. So who the hell knows what you're getting can, with him? Can I interject for a second? And yeah. I want you to go. Levine is your boy. Like you have been in I on do Levine. love him. Well, I'm coming straight <laughs> have, from a trade. We have argued on this pod for know, two I've years listened. about what Levine is. I finally soured a little bit in the sense that the Wolves finally took off after he got hurt. And he's just horrible defensively. I don't get it. He's athletic as hell. I thought Tim's would make him into a great You were in defender. on him this past season. He blew out All his right. knee. I agree. All right, I interrupted you. You go. See, they so got now, Bob Levine, who's all coming off Bob an ACL. Levine, you got Markinen, who I think his upside, his ceiling is like Kelly Olynyk, Channing Fry, Ryan Anderson. I um, think Ryan Anderson is his ceiling. I think he's Andrea Bargnani. Like his, yeah, and oh, that's harsh. Phil Jackson, by the way, thinks Markinen is the next Perzingis. And that was one of the reasons they wanted to trade him. Dude, he has horrible, atrocious rebounding percentages for a seven-footer. He's a one-trick pony. He can shoot. So he's Ryan Anderson. At that point, when you're at seventh, why don't you roll the dice? Even Frank, Frankie uh, Nidalina, whatever, would have been a better fit for them in the sense that you're roll. At least you're getting a point guard with a seven foot wingspan unlimited upside but like marketing isn't I'd, he pretty close to a finished product i'd prefer it if you pronounced my french love child's name correctly it's nila kina all right not a little let's just call him frank because i'm gonna butcher that all day um and then you get dunn who honestly where do you think dunn would have gone if he were in this draft i think he goes outside the top 10 he probably goes like 12. There was like Monk went 11, and then I think after Monk, yeah, he, he would start going before Kennard and all those other I guys. I agree. Rubio isn't even that much older. That like, 
He's old, dude. He's what? Let's look this up. I think I he's have like. It, I have it up right here. I got a. Uh, Rubio is 26. Dunn. Oh, he's no longer on the team. They already shipped him to Chicago. Was a senior, so he's like 23. Yeah, you're la- you're later on the trades than Adam Silver yeah, is on the draft. Uh, 23. So Rubio's only uh, three years older than him. Um. Yeah. So, so you know, like, can I read you Dunn's stats from last year? Please. Dunn's rookie stats. Now he only played 17 minutes a game, so I'm not gonna get carried away with only four points, two assists. That's he didn't play a lot, but he had two assists, two and a half assists to one turnover, which isn't a good ratio in that amount of time. He shot 37% from the field, 28% from three. I just it's 61 percent from so the foul those, line. Those numbers he can't shoot will speak for themselves. Maybe Rondo will be his mentor. That's a joke. They uh, my last my icing on the cake as far as why this is a huge yeah. loss for the Bulls and a win for the T Wolves. On top of all that and all the garbage they inherited, they gave back in return the uh, what was it the fifteenth pick? The sixteenth pick. Sixteenth pick. They didn't even which keep turned it into Justin Patton, and it's just like, what? Are you kidding me? I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe it. When the trade got announced, I'm like, wow, that's a bad trade for the Bulls. And then 10 minutes pass, they're like, oh, and Minnesota's also getting Chicago's first-round pick. I'm like, that's insane. And the meat of the first round here, let me just read you the picks. 13, you have Mitchell go. 14, Bam. 15, Justin Jackson. 16, Patton. Then TJ Leaf. Then later Collins goes. There was going to be clearly such great value talent available there. I think Patton in another draft is like a mid-lottery player. I would feel a lot better about the trade if the Bulls didn't give up that pick. Yeah, it's just insane. And then jumping into that, it makes it that much better of a deal for the Timberwolves. And I'm how good do you think the Wolves are going to be this year? I think the Wolves are a surefire playoff team. Well, we'll have to see. Right? I'm not ready to go into yeah. with offseason. I'm not ready to do power rankings for the West. But I got to think, as Wilbon said during the draft, he checks every box that they needed. They needed a wing perimeter-like defender that's locked down. He's that. They needed a leader who's not a kid. Yes, they needed They a got man. a man in Jimmy Butler. He's on a great contract. He's got two years left on a $90 million contract, which is very he's under market right now. Yeah. He's reuniting with Thibs, who's like his mentor throughout the beginning part of his career. It's only wins for Minnesota. And immediately you got Wiggins, who's 22. Uh, you got Carl Anthony Towns, who's like 21. And then you have 27-year-old Butler, who kind of fits in well. 26-year-old Rubio. And Rubio's only 26. Gorgie Dang is like listed as 27. He's probably 38. But... <laughs> But he fits into their window. Yes, he's older, but he like as he grows and is in the prime of his career, that will be as Towns and Wiggins continue to develop. And then he, down the road, if he loses a step or two, he could still be effective. By then, Carl Anthony yeah. Towns might be the best player in the league. So and you matter. get an excellent prospect in Patton. Patton fits in beautifully, Who? too. Because he could come in and just be yeah. long as hell. He might not. I don't know how much he'll play this year, but he's going to be a rim protector. He could shoot. I agree, but Carl, the way... Carl Anthony gets out on the perimeter. They could probably play them both together, honestly. And 
Looks like it, I, I love it. And Rubio fits well with them because you you worry about are there enough shots to go around between uh, Rubio is going to just get everybody good luck. It's going to be awesome. Wiggins is a great third fiddle too. He's not a first. You know, he's not a first. Wiggins option. as a third option is going to be one of the best third options exactly. in the league offensively. Yeah. Uh, and because keep in mind, I already said it. Wiggins is twenty two. Who else do they have on roster? Jesus. They don't have a lot else though. Jordan Hill. Chabaz. A lot of these guys are free agents. I'm going to look up their cap space. Can I give you spin zone for the Bulls? Well, Even up. though I, I hate this trade for the Bulls and I think it's a terrible move, and they are getting murdered in the press. Everyone is killing the Bulls. I could, if Levine could get back healthy, I'm kind of interested to see what Levine could do as like the go-to option on a really bad team. And like He will he be goes, the ultimate getting buckets on a bad like team. He could average, if he gets it back... Which is an if, but he's young enough where maybe not next year, but in two years, yeah, he could average like 23, 25 points a game maybe. If he just like, I'm going to go crazy. They have Markinen, and then they got done. Those are their three building pieces, are which is pretty Bulls, bad. Are the Bulls a lock to have a top three pick next year? I'll, they're going to be one of the three worst teams in the league. Yeah. For sure. I agree. Um, if the Lakers... Don't get Paul George. They're going to be in the mix, too. I agree. Which the means Suns, Boston or yeah, Philly. Yeah. yeah, the Suns are going to be in the mix if they don't trade for Aldridge. Yeah, Orlando will probably be bad. All right, well, let's move on. Minnesota has still got work to do, but they've got the foundation and a good coach. So good for the Wolves. I feel for every Chicago fan out there. What's their ceiling next year? Western Conference Finals? No, definitely not. They they have no one else besides those four guys. They have five. They have a good starting five. They have no bench. The play. I mean, Denver is going to be better. Is Shabazz under contract? Shabazz is a free. He's he's a free agent. Let me pull up their contracts. What do you think about Aldridge? Apparently, Aldridge has unfollowed the Spurs on Twitter, and like they're trying to move them desperately. Those two teams are clearly parting ways. Who do you, who would you want to see Aldridge go to? Great question. Um, I'm not sure how many teams can afford his contract. He almost went. Uh, to, I'd like to see him on the Suns personally. He almost signed he almost in the Suns. Almost went there. All right. Well, I don't know. It's like, what's the point to be a mentor to Marquise Chris? Did you see yeah. Paul Pierce the other day going off on Aldridge on ESPN? No, Countdown? I missed that. He said that. If he was the Spurs, he wouldn't trade Aldridge for the 39-year-old version of himself. Jesus. That's harsh. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have no – the Timberwolves have no bench next year. They they have to bring in other guys. Let's right. move on from this yes. trade. Let's move on from all this. God, Gorgie Dang makes $15 million a year. That's actually not a bad deal. It's but a it's, great deal. So does Jan Mahimi. Who would you rather have? <laughs> so does Joakim. No, Joakim Miller makes more than him. All right. Moving on. The Knicks. So, I don't know. If you, probably nobody follows us on Twitter. But if you do follow us on Twitter, you've been witnessing me just having a complete meltdown over <laughs> the last 40 hours. You did follow us. You've now unfollowed <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, you've probably <laughs> unfollowed us now. So, Wednesday night, the night before the draft, after all these Perzingis rumors that we talked about in our draft preview. Yeah. Phil has a one-on-one interview on MSG Network. And everyone thought it was going to be to kind of like downplay these Przingis trade rumors and he only stroking the fire just yeah. stroking the fire threw gasoline on the fire saying he's not happy with Przingis because he skipped the exit meeting and they want to get younger and they want to 
build for the future. So clearly moving their 21-year-old unicorn, which he did call him a unicorn in the interview. He did? Yeah, he called him a unicorn. He's like, he's a special player, he's a unicorn, but we got to do what's best for the organization. Zach, for the 24-hour period leading up to the draft, yeah. at best I was 50-50 thinking Porzingis was getting traded. 50-50. That, the, That's scary. The best player in the last 30 years to be on the Knicks, the best prospect, one of the best five young players in the league. Everything uh, to my existence as a Knicks fan I thought was getting dealt for Phil, maybe... Phil's taking years off your life. It, it was such an emotional roller coaster the last 24 hours. Well, how do you feel now that we're here? Porzingis is still a Nick, and so is Frankie... Frank Nielakina, I love the. Yeah. We'll talk about the draft. I feel great about the pick, but I, I'm I'm thrilled. That was the high. I mean, I was in such a good mood last night flying out here to DC because Brzezinski didn't get traded, and I know I'm going to see my brother this weekend. I know he's going to give me crap about well, for how long is he in a Knicks uniform? And I wore my I wore my Brzezinski jersey. As long as he's there longer yeah. than uh, Phil, Phil Jack, be yeah. there forever. Yeah, I, that. So I wore my Knicks jersey yesterday, just on the flight to show. Yeah. To show like unity, you know, unity for Przingis, and I got a lot of comments, and I'm like, well, he's still on the team, and everybody's like, well, for how long? And I read all these articles this morning when I woke up, and it was like, Przingis is still in the Knicks jersey for now, and all these like kind of what ifs. <laughs> but I really think he's going to stick around now that the draft is gone. I think Przingis will stick around, and as long as Phil is gone by the time he's a free agent. I think we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. And I, what I've learned with Phil Jackson is to be a Knicks fan, you just have to take it one day at a time. You can't plan for the future because yeah. he's senile and he's such an egomaniac and he's so off the handle to just badger his players or be a complete dickhead or hire inexperienced coaches. I, I just... I did not see... I did not get how big his ego was before. He's, he's a maniac. He's a maniac, yeah. He, sk- he said in the interview that Przingis was the only player. He's never had a player in 25, 30 years to skip an exit meeting, but Shaq did it in 2004, so that's not true. And Rose skipped a game. Rose skipped a game, <laughs> and in the same <laughs> interview, he's left the door open. He said, we're listening when on the Derrick Rose contract situation. So I, the one thing I will say, even though the fact yeah. that it came to this is ridiculous, during all the trade rumors yesterday, and I was on Twitter all day yesterday, uh, they were asking for, quote, an Anthony Davis-type return. I mean, they wanted both yeah. Brooklyn picks from the Celtics and Jalen Brown I and Crowder. I would New York. They wanted heartbeat. Booker um, or the fourth pick. Anytime it was anything reasonably below the farm, the Knicks said no. So, I, get, I mean, I'm not going to give credit to Phil for that because he's creating his own mess, but at least they were playing it smart in some regard. How do you feel about uh, the draft pick? I love Nilakina. Defend hit taking him over Monk. So I think Monk. First, I'll talk Monk. Then I'm talking Nilakina because right. I think Monk is going to be a super hot scorer off the bench who's going to be great. Um, I think his ceiling though is like Jamal Crawford. Yeah. And I don't see him being. You think he's the next Beal? I don't see it. I think he's just a scorer. He's going to be a good scorer, but he doesn't rebound. He he's not a defender. He doesn't move the ball well. I really like him. I'm rooting for him. And the, he could be great, but he's a one-way player who's really just a one-dimensional scorer right now. Nilakina already is a really good defender. He plays in the French League that's produced really good players like Batoon and, Fre- and Parker and all these other French prospects. He's got a 7-1 wingspan, which when you compare it with Przingis' is like, 15 foot wingspan or whatever the hell he has. Yeah. We're going to get long, athletic. He's not explosive. He could shoot. shoot the three. My favorite stat, I sent you this article today, Zach. Uh, 
uh, famous NBA trainer, I forget his name, runs this three-point yeah. drill that you put up 100 threes from different spots in a timed range. Kevin Durant makes 80 out of 100. And most NBA guards make 70. Neil Aquina hit 78 in the, one, the first time he tried the drill. All right, you've, talk, you've officially Last talked thing, me into him. He's 18. Other guys are going to play better than him next year. Like, you and I are going to pod next year, and Neil Aquina is going to be averaging four points a game. Right, and Monk's going to be averaging 12. And I get No, he's super – listen, he's 18. He's we'll a project. Time. I, you know what? I don't hate it. My thing is this. I don't think there's anyone else I would have taken over Monk but him. When you're picking at 7, 8, 9, whatever, and it's top lottery – you roll the dice, and that's exactly what they did. It, and Zach, the Knicks are actually rebuilding. They no, have a, they I have like an 18-year-old point guard and a 21-year-old. I mean, listen, this superstar. backfires sometimes. Yeah. You go for the the optics, and you wind up with Jan Beasley. Yeah, well, it, but, could, it could blow up in our face. Yeah, I'm not, it could I'm not be. An idiot. What's hysterical is every Knicks fan in there would have booted at a totally different reaction, yeah. but for the fact of what happened with Porzingis no. when like the kid was crying and all that. The Knicks have had a great track record in Europe. Well, obviously, Przingis. Willie Herman Gomez, they got in the second round. He's good and young. They got Kuz, Kuzminskis, who is a role player, but they yeah. picked him out of a heap in Europe, and he like plays meaningful bench minutes for, I guess, a 31 team. But they've had, they've had success in Europe in scouting in the last four years, and Knicks fans really have no reason to really doubt this decision. Now, it's, it's going to be a slow play. It's a long play for the future. But he's defensive. If anything, he's a What's defender. What's insane is that he has a seven-foot wingspan and he's a point guard. And he that could, alone is he's a combo. He could play. He could play the one. He's great for the triangle, which I don't really care about. But he could also play the two. He doesn't have to have the ball in his hands. He's unselfish. He'll play in the system, and he could guard multiple positions. And that is NBA today. What a, jersey the, is Carmelo wearing on February twenty-fifth next year? I think if the Knicks don't trade him, I think they might buy him out, and then I think he goes to Cleveland. I think him. What if him Wade, and Wade? I think get him and Wade out. both might get bought out and go to Cle- I, Cleveland or the Clippers, right? Or the Clippers. Well, we. I'm gonna wait. I don't know about. Wade should Paul. go back to Miami. Well, Wade just picked up his option. We didn't talk about that with the Bulls. I, I know, the, but they could still buy him out of that option, which would be insane and retardedly expensive. But well, that's what. Uh, who's the ESPN? So, yeah, someone said that on the uh, Penn or whatever his yeah, name is, yeah. who has the, the jumbo screen, the touch screen that he's got. I actually really like Pelton, him. Pelton, yeah. Pelton. He, it's not Pelton, whatever his name is. He was up there, though, and he's like, well, the Bulls, they got marketing, they got done, and they got Levine, and then they, they'll buy out Rondo and his $15 million contract, and then they'll buy out Wade and his $24 million contract. It's I'm like, like, whoa. That's $50 million <laughs> that is buying out? Like, I don't know if they're just going to do that. I would eat Wade's salary for a year. Yeah, it's a pretty the, big whoopsies. Wade got, I mean, Wade, Wade picks up the $24 million option, and now he's playing with a bunch Cash of nobody. checks. Cash um, checks. Here's right. where the draft got wonky, is right after the Knicks pick, I can defend... I can justify, like you just said, taking Frankie over Monk. Yeah. I'm not sitting here saying Monk is going to be Ray Allen, Bradley Beal, or even Devin Booker for that matter. But I think he will absolutely be like a slightly better version of Monta Ellis, the undersized score. I I don't see why he has to be Lou Williams or Deion Waiters or J.R. Smith, like a guaranteed bench guy. I think he definitely has all-star potential. He's like... 
He's a notch above those the Lou Williams types. Um, I I, I want to just I agree with you. And it would have been so fun in New York. But here's the thing. I agree with that too. In Chicago, how do you take Markin in over him? I yeah, yeah Chicago. I don't get the Markin or over thing. John Collins or you know or Collins or, or Dennis. I don't I don't well Chicago's a, a dumpster fire right now. And Monk, I think, could be great. I like. I really. I was ready. It was going to be Monk, Neil Akina, or Dennis Smith. Yeah. We said that in our preview, and I was ready to be on board with any of them. Right. They all had red flags. I mean, Neil Akina is from. He's 18. He's raw. He's yeah. going to take time. Monk doesn't play defense. Can he do anything else besides shoot? Smith. Smith for me was the biggest red flag. Who I still think could be great, and he's definitely going to be a YouTube sensation starting next year, and like probably in the dunk contest. But when you have inconsistent effort, poor teammate, and doesn't play hard on defense, red those are like huge red well, flags. Well, he also, he's had two blown out ACLs. Yeah, so the, Smith was the one I was most nervous about, even though he has a very high ceiling. I think Monk could be great. I think I undersold him a little, but I'm not upset that the Knicks passed on him because they went with the guy who plays defense, yeah. and the Knicks are so bad at defense from the one position. Derrick Rose was so bad last year. The play... Uh, Get a defensive-minded player, I think, is great. Um, you want to? I was trying to look up. Did you see Dennis Smith's tweet yesterday? Yeah, about his dong. Yeah, he said, uh, "Sorry, I sling." Where is it? It's right here. Everybody has God-given talents. Mine just so happens to be slinging this wood in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> when did he? That was like a couple of years old. He was uh, maybe not even. It was in 2012. I'm pretty sure it wasn't it even in high sound school. The, the brightest in his uh, interview either. Yeah, well, what other winners do you have from last night? I'm glad you about asked. The Kings? Yeah, I love the Kings draft. So the Kings, obviously, they got their player at, that they probably wanted more than anyone in Darren Fox. Devot said they had Fox ranked number one on their board. So they get the Aaron Fox so at I five. I love Fox. I like Fox a lot, too. He, he has could to easily... I mean, I'd give it a, what... 10 to 15% chance he ends up better than Fultz or Ball. Maybe. I, I mean, he's got a great shot at being the best player he's gonna in the be, draft. He's got a, I would say he has a shot, not a great shot. But he's going to have a great work ethic. He's going to play really good defense. He's going to gonna he be He was be, excited to go to Sacramento, he's gonna be, which no yeah. one's ever said in yeah. the history of man. He'll be a lot better than Alfred Payton. But the thing is, if he doesn't get a jumper, he'll never be great. He'll just be a, a like high-energy push the ball point guard but he needs to learn to shoot and but he's only 19 so i love the pick i love the fit on the kings because they're young they then flipped the and number it works th- with yield because yields a shooter it's healed, and- by the way but he healed yeah they have healed they have scalabassier they got willie trill they've got they're building and then they took the 10th pick i actually really like this move flipped it for 15 and 20 from i Portland. hated that you hated it so yeah Portland took uh, Collins from Gonzaga, who is going to be a good Looks three. Looks like a stud, dude. I, he could be like the fifth pick in any other draft. I think time will tell with him. I, I'm not out on him. I just think he's going to take time. He's pretty skinny, dude. I just think he has, like, huge stud potential. Like, one-day max contract. Who knows? Whereas, you take Justin Jackson, who, listen, I love. He's great. But... He's more valuable on a team that's going to the playoffs and more in win-now mode. I like him. He's going to be a a scorer off the bench. He can shoot, stretch the court. But he's never going to be an all-star. I don't see it. No. And Harry Giles, 
Yeah, that's, they took uh, a risk. They took a, a gamble. Huge risk. But the rewards could be he could be, he could be one of the best rebounders in the draft. He could be if he so didn't ha- if he didn't have like a million knee surgeries, he would have been a top five pick. So and then who did they get early in the second? They got another. Uh, they got Frank Mason the third. Yes, all I blue love bloods, that. All blue bloods, by the way, from Kentucky, yeah. UNC, Duke, and Kansas. You kind of love that this, uh, college basketball four, program. Four guys that will contribute and play well right away, or also, play right away. You know, four guys that are used to winning. Yeah, no, I love it. Listen to these. Listen to the pieces they've accru- accrued. Let me say, Frank Mason is, will be uh, him and Fox like as a one-two. Yeah. And point guard. I kind of wanted him to take Monk at ten, so they'd have Monk. I even did too, yeah. way, he'll, he'll just Monk and Fox six together. But they have Willie Cauley Stein. They've got De'Aaron Fox. They've got Heald. They got Giles. They got Jackson. They got Labassier, Mason. They got the big Greek center they took last year and Malachi Richardson. Yeah. That's like eight first round picks or high second round picks to build around. Going forward, so I like what they're. I think that coming out of the Boogie Cousins trade, I think they're doing okay. So I just thought of a new comp for Malik Monk, CJ McCall. Yeah, well, I think I said that last season when we were talking on the pod about McCollum, about Monk. I, yeah, I, I think he's bigger. No, I guess he's not bigger. He's only six three. That's the other thing. Monk is like not huge. They're both like six three. Listen, I'm on to my thing. My thing against Frankie, and granted, I don't know shit. I've not. This is the thing. I can't really defend or hate it or whatever because I just haven't. I don't know shit about him. But what scares me is Dante Exum. Yeah, that's fair. And and again, it's going to take time. But I like. I appreciate the rolling the dice. He is going to be a two way player, which I appreciate. I love his length combined with Przingis. He could he'll be playing the pick and roll. I actually really like our European movement. I didn't say this earlier. Since Phil Jackson has took over from the Knicks president, they have only drafted college seniors and European players. Yeah, they've gone completely global. They haven't drafted a freshman, sophomore, or junior out of college. It's kind of crazy. It's crazy. And, and it's all because Phil's anti the AAU movement and he wants guys that play within a system. And... I'm like completely against the triangle. I don't think Neil Aquino will be marginalized outside the triangle. I think he'll do okay, but the yeah. triangle will help develop him as he gets older and stronger. And then they'll get rid of Phil. Does anyone know what the triangle even is? Yeah, you the high post and then off ball movements and cuts and stuff like right. that. But the coach in me likes that Phil. So what? He doesn't cut. roll. He doesn't do pick and rolls and stuff. No, I is mean Hornacek's trying to incorporate that more but i think they're going full triangle this year like i don't even think they're gonna run any last year was supposed to be a blend the knicks are gonna be terrible next year Zach. yeah they're gonna be terrible but it's okay because they have their own draft pick pick. they do they have their own draft pick again and they have there's a kid i really like perfect ship mellow out and continue with the full rebuild i'm all in on the knicks just continue not already looking at next year's i am there's a guy i like Michael Porter, the like consensus. Well, they're not one. gonna. They're not gonna oh, get Luka him. Luka Doncic. Yes. Yeah, he's yeah, meant yeah. to play for the Knicks. Luka Do- Dojic. Don Doncic. Six seven. Slovenia shooting. He's a wing. Six seven. He's already boys with Herman Gomez. Let's just. Can you see what his comp is on Draft.net? I've already looked it up. Who was it? It was like Team uh, Gallinari. Oh, Strokes. Yeah, great. 
He'll fit right in. Where's Gallo going to go in free agency? What team would you like to see him on? I think he's going to go to Miami when they don't get Gordon Hayward. Interesting. To stretch the court a little bit with, uh, they got all these big guys in Whiteside, and they drafted Bam, and then they'll bring, I don't know. I think Gallinari is going to move and get paid for whoever doesn't get Hayward. I think maybe if Boston doesn't, I think Hayward's going to Boston. I think it's a done deal. I think that's the reason they didn't make any trades. Why are they going to give up an asset to get an all-star when they can just sign one outright? That and the cap goings. Well, I, they know they, they're they not going to be able to afford Hayward Paul and George, Paul George. Paul George still cap. might be on the, you know, we'll see. Might, still might be on the table. So they're going to pay Isaiah Thomas eventually. They're going to pay Horford. They're going to pay Gordon Hayward. There's Dude, only so much big bucks to go around. I'm like, Boston needs to do something. I... They're one. I'm on board with that. If I'm Boston, the move I'm making is I'm trading Bradley and Crowder and just going all in on this like incredible youth movement. I'm reciting Marcus Smart because he defines their culture. He's like defines. Well, he might be the odd man out because his contract's coming up soon. It's like next year they're gonna have well, to. Bradley's come. Bradley and Smart are yeah. both coming up next year. Crowder is several years. I think he's got three more left, but he's on such a good deal that it makes sense um, to just cash him in. Well, they're they're one of my losers from the draft, the Celtics, because they didn't get Butler when they could like they could have easily offered a better package than Minnesota offered. They didn't get George yet. They didn't get Porzingis. Thank God. They're the. I talked to Big Drew the other day, yeah. our, our resident Celtics fan. He said they're a better version of the Hawks 2015. They have no true superstars. They play really well as a team. They play good defense. They're not good enough to do anything. Even if they get Gordon Hayward, I that'll be I disagree completely. They have a player who averaged 30 points a game this year. Who's 5'4". I know, I know. But I'm, I'm like, the, I'm, so far I'm disappointed in the Celtics. They're not, the, yeah, I would not compare them to the 15 Hawks. I think Tatum could be the front runner for, not front runner. Well, no, not especially on the Celtics. But I like Tatum a lot. I like Tatum. I think he he'll be good. I for like them. him and Jalen Brown. They offer different skill sets. He's long. He's I like that pick. I do not have them as a loser. Do you have any more winners from the draft? Yeah, let's let's do our winners and losers, and then our closing thoughts. Okay. So my winners. We already talked about the Kings. Timberwolves getting Jimmy Butler. They were the winner of the night, and they got Patton, yeah. who's going to be like this really big athletic center. With which huge I, upside. I, that like for me, if I'm a Bulls fan, I'm already devastated they lost Butler. Giving up a 16th pick in a loaded draft is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Knicks fans, winners. Porzingis didn't get traded. Uh, yes. I mean, I felt like I was on cloud nine last night when the draft ended. I was scared to Przingis see Porzingis still might get traded, but I think the biggest threat is over. I don't think he's going to get traded. I think the draft was everything. I thought you might be pulling up in a hearse to my place yeah, today. I know, seriously. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna see you and like everyone I know who's an NBA fan, and I'm like our only Knicks fan, and I didn't know I could face everyone if they traded Przingis. <laughs> uh, other winners, I like the Dallas Mavericks. I talked about this in my uh, early mock draft I did before I did it with you, Zach. I had Dennis Smith going to the Mavericks. He went to the Mavericks. He went to the Mavericks in our mock. I think he's athletic. He's got huge upside. I think Carlisle will do great with him. All of a sudden, they got Dennis Smith, Harrison Barnes, and Noel. That's like three young starters for rebuilding, for winning a championship like five years ago or a little bit longer and like transitioning out of the Dirk era. That's a pretty good foundation to build off of. I agree. 
I agree completely. Carlisle find a good way to use him. Um, he'll be good there. I like, also, uh, they might be moving Wes Matthews. I heard, which is yeah, they're not done. But I'm in on what the Mavericks. Yeah, I'm in I like on what them. the I'm in on what the Mavericks are doing. They're sneaky going to be a league pass team for me next year. I like Noel a lot. Uh, my other winner is the Warriors. This is another loss for the Bulls. Warriors huge bought Jordan Bell, who was like a mid or like the 35th pick, like early second round pick from the Bulls for 3.5 million. The Bulls play in like the third largest market, and they run themselves like the Oklahoma City Thunder. Selling it's insane. Off, they sell off draft picks when they're rebuilding for three. Yeah, and a half you million. just waved the white flag. You couldn't use Jordan Bell. He. They need. What did the Warriors need? They needed rim protection. And what did they get? Oh, they got the, the best rim protector in the March Madness this year. I mean, I hate when people compare anyone to Draymond Green. I just hate it because there'll never be another Draymond. But his game reminds me of that. He's got tons of blocks. He's 6'9", but like plays a little bigger. He went in the same draft slot as uh, Brogdon last year, by the way. I, I think Bell's going to make... He's going he's gonna to make plays probably in the finals next year. Granted, they'll... Warriors I don't are gonna know win about that, but he'll they'll develop him. Um, this is the same thing they did for Pat McCall last year. No. I'm pissed as a Wizards fan. I'm like, why couldn't we buy that I pick? Mean, this is why they're out. the Warriors. They're smart. They've done a good job re- retooling their bench it's every year. It's pretty obvious, anyway. It, it was all. It, but for the Bulls, who are completely rebuilding, to punt on a high second round yeah. pick with upside when that guy's on the board, uh, it was crazy. that's just bad. I don't even know how they defend themselves. PR. I mean, that's bad. It was bad. Um, Other first-round picks I liked really quickly since I see you skipping got, the list down. I liked Mitchell to the Jazz. I yeah, think that might too. be a sign that George Hill's on the way out. Love the Pacers pick of TJ Leaf. Love San that. Diego product. I like him. Um, I think he pairs well with Miles. And as they slowly, yeah. when they move on from George and center around Miles, I think Leaf will be a nice outside shooting compliment. Talk about a Ryan Anderson clone. Uh, uh, Monk to the Hornets was a huge win. Uh, by letting Markin in, by picking Markin in, the Bulls at least prevented MJ from grabbing another big white guy who can shoot. Comments on the Wizards pick netting Jared Allen, the perfect future center for the Wizards. Would have been It was perfect. a dagger, dagger to my heart until I heard him speak on an interview and he was talking about like rebuilding his computer's hard yeah, drive I heard, I heard that and too. I was completely out I told you that. he played in our my high school gym not like but where I coach he played yeah. in a tournament oh at my school. god this guy if he wasn't seven foot would he just had, be like some IT geek and probably so he's smart he had 30 dunks in three games at our gym it was incredible yeah in a high school gym okay last winners I also like the Lakers not just for the Lonzo ball pick but I think that Josh Hart's gonna be good they traded down to get him, and then they also picked up. Um, Love the Josh Hart pick. Uh, what's his name? Bradley uh, or Brian Thomas Bryan from Indiana. They got Kyle Kuzma from Utah. They just got a bunch of young guys to kind of fill out their bench. If two of the four of them pan out, that's like a nice like Lance like uh, Nance yeah. is done for them. Like they doing good job with the end of their uh, end of the first round, early second round. All right, let's losers, go Bulls. Bulls, we've talked enough about. We don't need to say another word. Celtics, uh, I think just missing out on all those guys. They still might get George. We'll talk about free agency later in another podcast. But I thought last night, for a Celtics fan, they just walk away with Tatum. That's kind of disappointing. And then also, Ivan Robb and Mello Tremble. Ivan Robb was a lottery pick a year ago, decided to stay in 
That's why you don't go back to school. If you're a lottery pick, you just got to go pro. And he stayed. He went back to school, fell to the second round. Mello Tremble was a first-round pick a year ago, went back to school at a bad year, went undrafted. Your boy. And now he's at. Uh, he got signed by the 76ers, by the way. Summer league roster. Wow. All right. My thing is, so, more winners for me, I think. <laughs> just, no, no, this will be we very quick. Ten winners. I think LeVar Ball, because I think he now comes across as more of an entertaining personality he, than he an obnoxious parent. He guaranteed they're making the playoffs. Well, that, well, that was, was, that was just insane. Yeah. Because he lost credibility. Everything he said up to that point had been right. I don't know why I had to go off a deep end with something blatantly wrong. Yeah. So that's bad. And then my other lose, well, but not my, I'm sorry, my last winner, John Calipari. They gave him a 30 minute, like, infomercial. It yeah. felt like. Calipari does a great job of turning guys pro. He, I've had coaches go to, like, coaching clinics where he's at, and he just says, it's just all about pitching money. Basically, yeah. when recruiting, it's just like my players have netted hundreds of millions of dollars, and that could be you. And all right, well, that sums up our NBA draft recap. Um, we're this is, again is the the day after the draft. We will be potting free agency starts. Free you know, agency preview. Yeah, we'll be back for that. When is free agency start? Isn't today? it July first? Yes, it is. And today is the twenty fourth. So we'll have to pod next week. We'll be back next week with our NBA. Free agency preview. We'll try to. That's going to be super entertaining. Yeah, we'll talk about. We'll combine some fake trades. Don't worry. Fake trades and some top guys. See where they go, and then we'll be potting again periodically. We could have like Aldridge and PG moved before then, even. So yeah, so there'll be lots of stuff going on. We'll be potting throughout the summer, reacting to the NBA offseason, our favorite time of the year. And uh, again, check us out on Twitter. We'll be live tweeting the whole NBA offseason at number two underscore idiots talking. Thanks again for listening. We out. Peace. Be sure to get down, good Lord, with the two idiots talking sports. Strictly, man, they just play around, cover much ground, talk about the best pound for pound. It's Z to AC, DC to Cali. Ooh-wee. You can't get them out of your mind, no. They talk about the sports all the time.